Light Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today once again by Chloe and Faye. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How's it going? Great. Good. I got energy. <laughs> yeah. It came back. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So on yesterday's episode, I said that I wanted to get to your hot recce Rex yes. in the first part of the show. I have, okay, here's what I've got. I've got a genuine wreck, and then I have not even like a lukewarm wreck. Mm. I just need to talk out my feelings with people about the show because I genuinely mm. don't know if it's Ooh. good or not. Okay. So okay. that's a little tease of what's coming up for me. Chloe, <gasps> what are your wrecky wrecks? Okay. Um, number one, I don't think I wrecked it. Wreck, oh. Wrecked? have wrecked it here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, work through it uh nicole byers podcast why won't you date me and i listen allison block your ears i'm not a big podcast person (gasps) (laughs) i like i i don't i don't know i get distracted and i'm just like "Mm, people are talking but i don't see them i'm Mm. not gonna listen (laughs) (laughs) who are these invisible people and why are they trying to tell me how to live get your mouth out of my ears I don't want to listen. Chloe, that is the grossest way <laughs> to describe a podcast. Strangers' Sorry. mouths and ears. <laughs> Ew. But Honestly, accurate. great band name. Mouths and it, It's hard to say, though. Here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, here's Mouths, mouths and Ears. <laughs> Um, well, why won't you date me is great. It's so fucking funny. So I know I brought this up mm-hmm. to you because you recommended it to me when we were hanging out the other day. Mm-hmm. But... Does anyone remember when Nicole Byer had a TV show? And I think it was called the Nicole Byer Show. There was one called, yeah, I believe so. And then there's Loosely Exactly Nicole. Wait, that's what I'm thinking of. Loosely Exactly Nicole. But the the Nicole Byer Show also sounds right. I don't think that existed. I think maybe that was just me not remembering. Maybe you just put it into the universe and she's going to be like, what? (laughs) I should have my own show. She should have her own show. Uh, Yeah, if she gets an offer. Nicole was the one that was on MTV. Yes, and then it moved to Facebook, I think. Okay, so that was so funny. I never watched. I I believe I saw all of season one, and then I like could they had like season two on lockdown that I Mm -hmm. couldn't get because your girl's poor and Mm -hmm. I gotta watch it for free. And if I can't find it anywhere online, then it's like, well, then I'm not watching the show. So, but the episodes I saw were so fucking funny. Because she just is a fucking, like, comedy powerhouse. It's so insane. what does she talk about on Why Won't You so Date Me? So, every episode, she brings on a guest, and they it's literally, she talks about, like, her Tinder bio, like, or, like, dating profiles, and they, like, critique them. She's like, what am I doing right? And, like, tells dating horror stories. Ugh. And then she, every episode, she'll ask the host, like point blank why they would never date her oh no <laughs> but like sometimes it's people she's hooked up with oh she's had guys she's like i blew this guy and he <laughs> came oh it's so good and most of them are comedians so uh, they're always so funny that's so funny uh, so good and people are usually pretty honest like wow. they're like the the profile pic with the two dicks that's bad you know, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> speaking of being very honest, mm-hmm. uh, Nicole Dressable's show where they read people's inbox mm-hmm. emails. Is it just called, what is it called? Um, is it inbox? Inboxed, I think. Okay. Uh, I was shocked. A guy I know, Max, was on an mm-hmm. episode and... One of the things they do is they go to a draft email that you didn't send oh and they read God. it. And his was so brutally honest oh, i was shit. like i if nicole had been like can i read this on air i would have been like no 
Oh and he let her and I was just it was it was breathtaking how honest he was. Wow. I was like, I don't know if I have Was it that like a level. relationship kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I it was like listen. not not he did not look good in it. And he had to go into like but he like knows why he fucked up and mm-hmm. he was wrong and like he's obviously a different person now, but like still I was like, Ooh, so uncomfortable. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. But also like who better to handle it than Nicole? Yeah. Like, uh, she's so empathetic. That show is like no more now. Oh, they no. They stopped. Yeah. I was sad. Yeah. I, like, got into a justice they were stopping. Yeah. I was like, like oh, Allison's here. Bye. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Allison's listening now? No, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure that's Goodbye. what Nicole said. <laughs> so, Great Rack. Anything else? Um, Kind of. I read this Lukewarm book. Rack? Yeah, Lukewarm. Okay. Um, Would you, there, yeah, Would You Rather by Katie Hearney. Okay. Uh, it's a sequel to a book. Uh, it's like a memoir, but it's also a sequel to another memoir she wrote when she was 25 about having been single and I think a virgin up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then this book was her coming out and she like, like in the time between, it was like three years between books. And coming this out new as one, gay. Like as gay. As yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Uh, com- coming out as gay. She like got a girlfriend in the time between. And I was like, oh, that's like interesting. I think I'll like it. And I, by the end of the book, I, she was insufferable <laughs> and I was hate reading it. Wait, is this an anti-rec or a it's lukewarm like, rec? I like the book itself. Like okay. sh- it's like nice writing or whatever. Love a good memoir. <laughs> nice writing. <or> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I was just like, mm, I think I don't like you as a person, as a person. Why is she so insufferable? I think it just like the, int- I don't like people who make excuses for their actions, like just like own up to it, good or bad. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the entire book was just like excuses about like why she said this, why she did this, why okay. she's like X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, I don't want that. You just fucked up. Just yeah. It made you fucked up. Or like you just like you're just who you are and that's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like own how awful you yeah. are. <laughs> but that is true. Someone is yeah. like unapologetically terrible. Sometimes it's more <laughs> endearing than a person who's like, well, you know, the reason the I'm thing like it, this mm-hmm. is because. But I'm, and I know this is bad, but I'm different about it because this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's good. Very good. Any uh, um, listening recs? I think it's our, I mean, I'm sure. Do not say Haley Kiyoko. Oh, you Look guys. Expectations <laughs> Tour 2018. Oh my God. Are you going? <laughs> I did go. Oh, you went on the tour you, yeah. uh, not the tour you went on, the show uh, the you went show. to was part mm-hmm. of that tour. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, but. No, not Haley Kyoko, but Robin, new song. But, oh, I'll wreck in advance because sure. I know I'm going to love her album comes out the 26th. Robin's. Mm-hmm. Does it have a name? I forget. I think it's Honey. Oh, the it's name of the honey. single, okay. too. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I think every person who comes on this show wrecks Robin. You? How do you not? It's the password to get into my apartment, <laughs> our apartment. Mm-hmm. Password, Robin. Robin. Robin is God. Robin. <laughs> very good. Uh, Faith. Recky Rex? Yes. I got some book recs. Nice. Um, so the first one is called Days of Rage, America's Radical Underground, the FBI, and the Forgotten Age of Revolutionary Violence by Brian Burrow. It is about leftist radicals in the 1970s. Um, the author is not leftist, so you have to read between the lines a little bit for some of this stuff, but it also means that he does it he does a pretty good job of remaining unbiased. Right. Um it's about a lot of these groups like the Weather Underground, um, that did protest bombings. Um and I think it's a really important piece of movement history that people should read. Um 
And then remember how it's not that long ago that people were just setting off bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for the most part, they were like maybe like a few people would get hurt, but like people were not it was largely property destruction. Sure. Um every property needs to be burned down every <laughs> once in a while. I feel personally. Mm-hmm. And then it's the circle of life. <laughs> the circle. I'm trying to find this other the second one to make sure I get this right. Um, Sorry, Chloe and I were singing. <laughs> Got it. You guys ever done karaoke? I'm gonna wreck karaoke. Oh, good. You guys ever heard of that? What's your song? <laughs> karaoke. Uh, well, I thought it would be Robin always, and they didn't have it. That was so weird. Went. Chloe and I went to karaoke because uh, Rachel's. Everyone will be shocked to hear mm-hmm. this. Rachel had her birthday party mm-hmm. at a karaoke place. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to sing Robin, mm-hmm. and you went to look up Robin, and they didn't have fucking Robin at no. karaoke. They had a Robin song that was remixed by a man. What? Okay. <laughs> it was like slow. Here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Robin doesn't clear her songs for karaoke. Oh, that bad bitch. I know. Right? Oh, okay, and I that's like a it. Boss move. Hell yeah. Yeah. Found She's it. like, oh, you know the song <laughs> everyone wants to dance to? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so second rec is called "Living the Revolution." Italian Women's Resistance and Radicalism in New York City, 1880 to 1945 by Jennifer Guglielmo. Mm. God, get a more Italian name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's really, that book is so fascinating because it goes into um, a lot of stuff about class and gender and race and um, talks about labor organizing, anarchists. Um, It also talks about um, since it covers the period of like the 1930s and 40s, it talks about fascism, um, tells this incredible story about a leftist labor organizer whose dad kept being like, oh, Mussolini is so great for Italy, blah, blah, blah. And she mm-hmm. bought him a ticket back to Italy <laughs> and oh he God. went and then like within a couple Get months, out. he was like, can you give me a ticket back to New York? <laughs> I was wrong. I had made some miscalculations and I was wrong. Um, <laughs> give me back, give me back. <laughs> but that is a really good book and I would highly recommend it. Very funny. Uh. Very funny. Uh, I mean, that is very funny, but a very good recommendation. So I am still listening to Harry Potter. I'm on the Half-Blood Prince. Yes. I just have a couple things to rant about. I'm sort of living for a slutty Ginny, and I don't like when people slut shame her. I'm Mm. like, let her live. Yes. And I know she's insisting she's not a slut and that people are exaggerating rumors about her. But in my head, it is canon that Ginny's a big old hoe, and I yes. support her always. Mm-hmm. And I need Ron to fucking chill and back <laughs> off. I'm not into his fucking weird insecurity mm-hmm. and, like, the mind games he's playing with Hermione. Don't like it. And he, I know she's sort of, like, trying to make him jealous, too, but he's annoying Ron me Ron is right a now. pretty garbage character, oh, let's be honest. he's annoying me. And, like, the fact that everyone has to drop everything they're doing because Ron has a sad. I'm like, listen, <laughs> Harry is fucking trying to deal with Voldemort. And, like, he's going through. He's, like, in his memories right now with Dumbledore and learning all about who he was as a person. He's dealing with a lot. And Ron's fucking sad. And Harry has to drop everything. Harry already got you on the Quidditch team, Ron. <laughs> what more does he have to do? Ugh, I'm not I, into it. I am living for your tweets. Like, mm. however many I didn't years late, I into that. I should tweet my thoughts about Ron, but no, I shouldn't. It's <laughs> not of the utmost. I, I just love like living the experience of Harry Potter with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> amazing. What else? How else do I feel? Um, yeah, I'm very excited to start the movies. I've said that a bunch, yeah. but I have all of this stuff in my head now and I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're going to do it in the movie. 
So they're gonna do it well. Uh, yes. Spoiler alert. Oh yes. Uh, chewing <laughs> <laughs> with your eyes right now. Chloe just like gave me the weirdest like, look. <laughs> like my legs are crossed. I'm petting a cat. Super <laughs> and weird. She like waggled her eyebrows at me, and I was not into it. Uh, Sorry. So that's my genuine wreck, the Half Blood Prince. Uh, in case Hell you're yeah. 20 years late to the game, like me. Although I have had a couple people tweet me who they're like, "Fine, I'll listen to the audiobooks because mm-hmm. of you," and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so my lukewarm wreck. I don't even know if it's a lukewarm. Might be a anti wreck. I don't know. I have very complicated feelings about it. So it's called The Sinner and it's on Netflix and it is produced by and starring Jessica Biel. And she is my one aspect of the show that is a genuine recommendation. Okay. Did not know Jessica Biel is an excellent actress. I had no idea. How did you know? I don't know. I just figured. You just think she's hot and you (laughs) assume. Yeah. Fine. We all know Jessica Biel is (laughs) hot. I didn't know she was a good actress. I was just like, oh, it's the lady who uh, dated Justin Timberlake. Dates Justin Timberlake? Are they still together? Married. Married. I believe. Mazels. with kiddos. Oh my god, I'm so I don't know the relationship status of anyone. Allison is it's early two thousand for Allison right yeah, now. She's reading Harry Potter. I, I still like Kanye <laughs> and I think Jessica Biel <laughs> and Justin are dating. So married with children now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always like, oh, she's Justin Timberlake's partner. She was an mm-hmm. actress in the late nineties, early two thousands. It's the hot lady. Mm-hmm. That's who Jessica Biel was in my head. She's still spoiler alert. She's still very hot. What? She's an excellent actress oh my god Mm -hmm. i had no idea so that was like a pleasant surprise watching it i maintain the pilot episode of the sinner is awesome a couple trigger warnings intense violence and uh sexual assault sexual trauma stuff Mm -hmm. i think that's a broad enough warning but i don't know like the longer it goes on so bill pullman's in it Mm-hmm. He plays a detective, Detective uh, Ambrose, who is investigating uh, a crime. And a lot of his character feels very cliche. Like okay. I could have almost predicted the moves the character makes. Mm-hmm. He's an eccentric detective who has an interest in very specific things that what? people think are weird. Stop. Stuff like that. Like these well-worn tropes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's this sort of weird aside. I guess maybe this is a spoiler if you care about this center or if you're going to watch it. Skip ahead to the bad news section maybe. But he is into like BDSM. But it feels like very tacked on, you know, like it's, it's uh-huh. almost like he's even weirder than you no. think. And he has this secret that I don't feel like adds to the character. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just there for shock value, mm-hmm. which is such a bad shock value trope at this point yeah. in time. Like, yeah, pe- people know about kink. It's not that weird. Yeah. And it. I guess it's a little salvageable because the woman who's he's in a BDSM relationship with like he used to be friends with and she's a sex worker now. So they have a kind of complicated history that humanizes her a little bit. And she, she's his dom and she's like very concerned with consent and him like giving her verbal feedback that he's not giving her. And that like skeezes her out so badly. She basically calls off the relationship, which, which felt really real to me, you know? Um, so she's like a person, <laughs> which is good. Whoa. That's good. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just, it's a very random storyline and I don't feel like it was needed. Mm. So that, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But has anyone watched The Sinner? Did you like it? 
I feel like I, I shouldn't. I feel like I shouldn't give too many spoilers. What's interesting is season. There is a season two of The Sinner, Ooh. but it's a completely different case. Uh, Bill oh. Pullman is the through character, oh. so he's a detective. Okay. What's interesting about The Sinner is you know who did the crime. So th- this isn't a spoiler. Jessica Biel commits a horrific crime. Okay. In the first episode, so you always know who did the crime, but you don't know why. Oh, I like. And that. the why is the full season arc like that so jessica beale uh the pilot is she goes to the beach with her family and uh it's a totally normal day and she ends up horrifically killing someone in front of a bunch of people and then immediately goes to jail Mm -hmm. and so ambrose is charged with figuring out why this woman who had no criminal history snapped and did the thing she did so immediately like the pilot i'm in a thousand percent and then it like it falls apart as the season goes along in a kind of disappointing way but yeah did anyone watch it i want to talk about it hashtag light trees and pod did you like it how did you feel about it how did you feel about the characters you know who i'm talking about Mm. which characters i'm intrigued uh Anything else we're watching that we liked or saw we liked? I just watched the um, first episode of the new season of the good of the good place. How lovely is that show? I love like I was so worried like since they uh, spoiler at the end of last season sent them back to Earth. Mm-hmm. I was like, what like this completely negates like half the premise of the okay. show. Like how Before are they going to do this? No spoilers. Cause I wait until that full season is on Netflix to watch it. Yeah. I wasn't going to spoil sure, it. Sure. But I, that's not a spoiler. Like everybody knows if yeah. you saw it, they, they do get sent back to earth. How are you not watching the good place? I don't know. You know, <laughs> in like UCB's mm-hmm. sketch curriculum, we're told to watch the good place what? as an example of perfect writing. Really? Yes. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, I'm also but, just watching the office now. <laughs> I will I'll get to it in 10. I'll just, say like at the end of the first episode of the new season i am like fully convinced that they're gonna do interesting stuff this season and i'm really excited to see where it goes i that show i feel like it's just going to such cool different places Mm -hmm. like season one was great but it was very much one note and then I was like, man, what are they going to do for season two? And I was like, oh. And then I, again, was like, what are they going to do for season three? And then it's such a cool, complicated show now. Mm-hmm. It deals with such big themes in a very, like, simple, easy to digest way. I mean, literally, like, unpacking Kant and, like, like very complicated philosophies I and philosophers. love it for, like, because it's so smart which Mm -hmm. most shows today feel like if they if they think that they're if the show thinks it's for smart people it's going to be really dark and depressing right this is like the opposite of that it's very very smart it's also a comedy it's also not like it's about quote-unquote like bad people but they're actually kind of lovely to each other and care about each other yeah and that's their journey where like yeah they're Speaking of, we on yesterday's episode, we were talking about performative allyship. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool about The Good Place is some of the people sent to the bad place thought they were good people yeah. on Earth, but it turns out they were performative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like being good for selfish reasons mm-hmm. or they weren't actually being good. And uh, uh, Kristen Bell's character is actually a bad person who went to the spoiler alert, quote unquote, good place, which was actually the bad place uh, because she's a bad person. Yeah. Um, 
And then there's a character, Chidi, who was a philosophy professor. A moral philosophy professor. (laughs) Even more boring than philosophy. A moral philosophy professor on Earth. And he was just sort of a bad person because he never decided anything. Like, he never actually committed to any choice he had to make or, in fact, being good itself. So he's punished for that reason. Just very, like, heady. Uh, no, but I love But this. he's the character who unpacks a lot of the, the philosophy stuff that's mm-hmm. very complicated. But it's it's the writing is just so excellent that it's really easy to understand. Yeah, you guys are selling it very well. It's very funny, okay. too. Mm-hmm. Like, really, okay. really funny. Uh, lots of random UCB people <clears throat> oh, pop yes. up. Well, I know Darcy Carden is a main character. Darcy right? is Janet. Yeah, Janet's the Dang. sort of like the, the Surrey of okay. the universe. Ooh. If you need anything, mm-hmm. you say Janet, and she pops up. Uh, she's so good. But then there's bad Janet. Oh, I'm it. <laughs> yeah, which I'm is it. Her, That's all I need to like, know. Like <laughs> a bad bitch. And she just insults people constantly. <laughs> and it's the funniest yes. thing you'll ever see. Um, who else popped <laughs> up? Uh, oh, just, you'll like, you'll know okay. a, random, a lot of is random people. Is it a, people. like a 20 minute show? Yeah. It's like yeah. A, it's oh, hell yeah. yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Um, yes. The episodes go really fast. Okay. Yes, yeah. It, I need it's right on now. Hulu. I don't have the mind capacity to watch like a full hour show right now it's on netflix too i've oh, definitely because yeah. that's one how i watched my, it i yeah. don't have a hulu account do you have a hulu account yeah can i get that password from you yeah if i can figure it out don't for sure thanks i got uh i paired it with spotify and it's like 12 bucks a month hell yeah hell yeah is it has true? ads though that's the bad part oh so I that could do that though. 12 bucks isn't bad mm. anyway guys you don't need to hear <laughs> about my social uh social platform <laughs> social <laughs> streaming streaming platform Stream- <laughs> hold on my my streaming platform options. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. a thing that exists. Goodbye. In the world. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> we figured that out. Uh, anything else we're excited about or we watch? Just excited for fall and ho- the whole month. <sighs> fall. That's it. Like yeah. this is. I thrive right now. The October is the best. It is month. the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the month. <laughs> what is yeah. wrong with it? It's me? the best faith. Faith, it is the month. It is the, <laughs> the month. I think that's what you meant to say. <laughs> the first time I put on a hoodie, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Guys, it's that time of the episode. It's the opposite of fall. Here mm. is your bad news. Oh, mm. shoot. I realized on yesterday's episode, I didn't actually get to all of my bad Brett Kavanaugh news because there was so it's, much of it. Oh boy. Almost <laughs> unlimited. And also, even though the show is divided into thirds and we sort of sandwich the bad news with like dumb pop culture stuff and then good news, it still felt like too much Brett Kavanaugh mm-hmm. <laughs> on yesterday's episode. So I was like, I don't want to overwhelm everyone. But one of the bad news Brett Kavanaugh stories I wanted to get to was the fact that he wrote this ridiculous op-ed. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the Wall Street Journal, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, when you're supposed to be an impartial justice on the Supreme Court, but your first instinct is to publish your op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, you're not impartial. Mm -hmm. You're a hardcore conservative, dude. That's what the Wall Street Journal is. So it begins... With Kavanaugh referring to his mom as one of the first women to serve as a Maryland prosecutor and trial judge, and my inspiration to become a lawyer, and to his dad as Ed. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, cool. Your mom's a very accomplished woman, Mm -hmm. obviously. That's 
good good for her mm-hmm. um again no bearing on who you are as a, yeah. <laughs> a person or any of the shitty decisions you made but all right mm-hmm. you're throwing your mom under okay. the bus for some reason and also ed is there as and well ed. <laughs> so he mentions his coaching of girls basketball teams again mm-hmm. um then he moves on to uh, the professed topic of the op-ed which is titled quote unquote i am an independent impartial judge Hey, I am. You know when you constantly have to Mm -hmm. remind people that you're independent and impartial uh, and then you publish your op-ed with the Wall Mm -hmm. Street Journal? (laughs) He writes, a good judge must be an an umpire, a neutral and impartial arbiter who favors no political party, uh, litigant, or policy. I am a pro-law judge, which, by the way, is exactly uh, what, um, oh shit, who said that? I just call strikes and balls. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's paraphrasing another justice mm-hmm. who said that. Um, so BBB at this point in the essay, uh, we understand that Kavanaugh likes the law coaching girls basketball and his mom. Great. And Ed, uh, and Ed. Well, no, does he like it? Ed was oh, just we don't, there. Ed was, <laughs> he was there in the background. So then the rest of the op is, is basically him scream or, uh, him explaining why he was a screaming, crying mess <laughs> oh, during the hearing. He goes, I was very emotional last Thursday, more so than I have ever been. I might have been too emotional at times. I know that my tone was sharp, and I said a few things I should not have said. I hope everyone can understand that I was there as a son, husband, and dad. I testified- Like, literally, what? (laughs) I testified with five people foremost in my mind. My mom, my dad, my wife, and most of all, my daughters. Dude. (sighs) I Once again, if Brett Kavanaugh- if a woman behaved this way and then attempted to write an op-ed where they were like, by the way, I was emotional because I'm a wife. What? Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone would take her seriously? It's it would be uh, this stuff as well as his whole bit about being a virgin for a really long time is the truest form of virtue signaling. Yeah. Explain to people what virtue signaling is. Cause I don't think a lot of people yeah. always raise it. Right so, no, virtue it is. signaling <laughs> is something that, uh, right-wingers use um, when a leftist will say something like, I believe women are people. And they'll be like, oh, you're virtue signaling. Just, you know, you're you're saying a thing so that people will think you're good. Right. Mm. Um, so my argument is that people like Brett Kavanaugh are actually using um, in in things like appealing to his family or appealing to having been a virgin allegedly um, to make people think he's to make a specific set of like evangelicals, family value type people think he's good. And I'm saying virtue signaling is much more aptly applied to him than to people genuinely stating that they believe good things like that women are people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I understand. You got it. I got it. Uh, So, do 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 what else um beep 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 sorry i lost my place in the article okay so he wrote at times my testimony both in my opening statement and response to questions reflected my overwhelming frustration at being wrongly accused without corroboration untrue of horrible conduct completely contrary to my record and character my statement and answers also reflected my deep distress at the unfairness of how this allegation has been handled just the fact that you have to write an op-ed explaining your nutty behavior mm-hmm. should have been a disqualification in itself. 100%. Like, yeah. again, and I know I might be belaboring the point, 
if a woman <laughs> did this, they like, would be laughed out of mm-hmm. the hearing. It there wouldn't even be a question. Like no you're question. unfit. Goodbye. Yeah. You're unfit. And if he cares so much about the law and the court and everything, he ought to understand why, like the allegation is serious and why his behavior is a problem more than to just his little feelings. Right. Which Uh, is what he's making it about. By the way, before when I was saying uh, the balls and strikes thing, that was John Roberts. John Roberts said that. Mm -hmm. So, which again was a fucking lie, you know, like you're not just Mm -hmm. calling balls and strikes. You're coming in with a specific political ideology. Mm -hmm. It's, impossible to not yeah every judge has a governing philosophy even if they're not like super biased about Mm -hmm. it every single judge has a philosophy of law we really really need to get rid of this idea and this is it this extends from journalism to the supreme court of impartiality no one is impartial no No one's calling balls you're a human being it's impossible to not lean one way or the other exactly you are subjective you have biases and like the second we can come to terms with that the more honest we can be about how fucked it is what's happening with the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this on yesterday's episode, but the Supreme Court is now way more conservative than the American populace. Mm-hmm. That should not be the case. Mm-mm. That that will result in social upheaval. I mean, if, if enough conservative rulings are handed down and people become more and more unhappy and are the decisions by the Supreme Court are going to have real-life consequences for people, and that could endanger their lives. Mm-hmm. And the second that goes past the threshold, we're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, it, there's no two ways about it. If you if you abuse people long enough, what do you think's going to happen, you know? So, also in bad news, and I never got to talk about this, but I thought it was so fucking pathetic and funny. Oh, my God, yeah. So the news comes out. Oh, the reason I said that it's untrue when he said a lot of these claims were unsubstantiated, part of the reason we never got a full picture of who Brett Kavanaugh was as uh, a young man was because the FBI failed to interview, like, over 40 people mm-hmm. who had come forward and were like, I have a drunk Whoa. Brett Kavanaugh story. They are just like, no, 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 no. We're just like, who's talking? Yeah, they wanted to, like, yes. rush through this investigation and get him confirmed as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's why you don't look to the FBI to be the hero in your story. Yeah. Yeah. So, as this was, a lot of the details were coming out about who young man Brett Kavanaugh was, one of the stories that came out was that he got into a drunken uh, bar fight. Mm -hmm. So, all of a sudden, a bunch of conservatives on Twitter start, like, swapping their drunk douchebag stories. But, like, in a proud way. Like, where they think they're super cool. Oh, my God. So, Ross Dudit... (laughs) tweets on october 1st oh boy i've been in two bar fights though i suppose one was technically a jumbo slice fight quote unquote and neither was i anywhere close to blackout drunk first of all i call bullshit until i see a video of these fights because (laughs) i can't imagine ross dudit actually knows how to fight (laughs) i bet it was some pathetic slap fight Mm mm-hmm I don't believe any of these conservatives actually know how to throw a punch. Yeah. Also, if you fight in a bar, you're a fucking douchebag and everyone yeah. hates you. Nope. Yeah. I hate you. And the fact that you did it not blackout makes you worse. So yep. much worse. You chose to do that. Yeah. You chose to be hated. Drunk bros are like the more that they shout about like how much they want to fight when they drink, like the stupider they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, did you see at the time this was all coming out there was a bouncer who tweeted a thread where he was like 
oh, I have had to break up so many bar fights. And I just want you to know if you've ever been in a bar fight, you're a fucking piece of shit. Everybody hates you. You yeah. ruined everybody's good time. Mm-hmm. But so many of these sad white, I almost said white boys, white men, yeah. uh, have this fantasy that they were like badasses, mm-hmm. that they got into a public fight. Charles uh, Gasparino tweeted, I've been in dozens of bar fights. ask the guys i grew up with nearly lost an eye in one and that's just one of the injuries he's not not only does he fight often he's an awful fighter can you imagine someone like sitting down on a first date or a job interview and being like oh i've been in dozens of bar fights you would be like what the fuck is wrong with (laughs) you like are you good like stop drinking if here's the thing if you drink to the point first of all if you can't talk to a woman without getting blackout drunk Mm -hmm. or you drink to the point where you get in dozens of bar dozens. fights. Yeah. There's something wrong with you, dude. Like seriously, I'm, I'm not even saying mm-hmm. this as a joke. Like Mm-mm. you have to stop drinking. Yes. <laughs> There's something wrong with Go you. Go like, to therapy. Yeah. Join a group. Like you're self medicating. Like it, you should not have to drink that much to talk to a woman. No. Yeah. So thank you. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, really. That the fact that they can like joke about this mm-hmm. and people still think they're functional members of society like just goes yeah. to show the extent of like white male privilege. Mm-hmm. E- even if a, a white woman was like, I've been in dozens of bar fights, like, people would oh, be she's like, trash. oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, yeah or she's trash. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, John Cardillo tweeted, I don't know one guy, including myself, who wasn't in a bar fight. Not a single one. So I know many men who have never yeah, been in Jesus bar fights. Christ. I don't who are the pack of like yeah. horrible men you travel with that they this is like we're going that's, out on Friday night, we're going in we're getting in bar fight, right? That's why I avoid <laughs> packs of drunk white bros. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you go out on a weekend night, I'm just like these these packs of like roving yeah. dudes in like polos with like mm-hmm. crew cuts, I'm just like no. The rape squad, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean like for, for sure you know that men who travel in packs like that, the reason that they can get in dozens of bar fights is because they know they're above the law. Yeah, like 100%. A, a group of men of color don't walk through the world the same way. Like, they know if they get into a bar fight, the cops are showing up, mm-hmm. they're going to jail. It's it, Best case scenario, mm-hmm. if, if mm-hmm. they're not, like, shot yeah. and killed. It, yes, exactly. But a group of privileged white men can be like, oh, yeah, we're getting a bar fight, right? It'll be we're, fucking hilarious. Tonight? And then in and out, we're going in and out after, right? <laughs> and then we'll get in and out, and then I'll get a job at the Wall Street Journal, yeah, because okay. uh, cool. the editor knows my dad. Yeah. I was in a bar once when a fight broke out. Um, it was instigated by a couple of dudes who had come into Chapel Hill from an army base nearby, um, and that like it was a basement bar it was chaos i was like trying to like oh cool leave and go bar? home Great. you <laughs> um, mean no escapes every, the one everyone was like mm-hmm. kind of freaked out except one girl who got up on the table and started dancing she was so excited <laughs> oh my god <laughs> was i there it was a chloe <laughs> are you was sure it wasn't chloe um you can't 100 percent say it wasn't <laughs> I mean, chloe i can't but say it, it was, wasn't me <laughs> like Nobody, nobody thought those dudes were cool. Nobody wanted to go home with them afterward. Like, yeah, no, they just ruin everybody's yeah, good time. Yeah, hundred percent. And they looked stupid doing it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Very few people look cool fighting, and no one looks cool fighting drunk. Mm-mm. That's the thing. Like, if you're two professional fighters, you're only gonna look cool if you're like very sober and you've been mm-hmm. training a long time, mm-hmm. and like that's your job. Great. Yep. Uh, 
bar like fights. Two sloppy Not dudes cool. drooling on each other, like throwing punches. Sloppy punches. Like, <sighs> I mean, you know what? It always ends up. It's like a bear hug. They yeah. just like grab and each other until and hold the bouncers on. are just like boop. Yeah, like they <laughs> lift them up. These bouncers are huge. <laughs> and they just boop separate them. Yeah, don't do that to the bouncers mm-hmm. either. Their job is very hard. Uh, they have to deal with drunk assholes. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever talked to a female bouncer? Uh, actually, no. I have a friend in Alabama who, from Auburn, who does the door, I believe, mm-hmm. at a like the main bar. Oh, in they town. don't like they don't call her a bouncer, but she ends up being a bouncer. I would just think yeah. so. Yeah. Sometimes uh, they don't call just, female uh, bouncers bouncers. They're like, oh, she works the door. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but does she separate? Uh, I'm sure Drunk she does. fighting men? Yeah, because yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just see, like, her stories in, like, Snapchats. And I'm like, I don't... How do you... Do, how? They're also, like, the coolest women, though, if you mm. talk... Because they've dealt with so much bullshit and nothing rattles yeah. them. Mm-hmm. They're just like, uh, oh, knives yeah. are out again. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I talked to a female bouncer who was oh, like, shit. yeah, guy pulled a knife on me. And I was like, really? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah you're not cool nobody thinks you're Mm. cool you're just very sad especially if you were now a middle-aged man bragging about the bar fights yeah it's Mm. one thing if you have like grown in that's like still wearing your letter jacket from high school oh it's it's the the emotional equivalent of that yeah but like it's one thing if you were a douchebag kid in college and then you grow up and like there's a degree of like shame in the stories where you're like oh i was a mess yeah and i like truly regret it you can share those stories, yeah. but when you're like, yeah, me and my boys got in <laughs> dozens of bar fights and you're like, still proud of it, yeah. you have the emotional maturity of a blackout drunk 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. So I just wanted to generally shame those men. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk it. about Melania wearing her oh colonialist <laughs> outfit during her Africa trip? Mm-hmm. Oh, she went to She's Kenya. She's such a troll. It, it has to be trolling, right? Like that, like the same thing with her jacket that said something like, I don't care or whatever that one. Yeah. Like she knows what she's doing. I'm convinced there's like a team and when they want to distract the media for a little bit, they put Melania in like a dumb outfit <laughs> where like the jacket yeah, or, the Hey, she's going to Kenya. Let's dress her up as a colonialist. And that's mm-hmm. like what people will talk about. <laughs> and then they send her out. So like people aren't talking about Brett Kavanaugh as much. Yeah. Just have uh, Melania walk around as a colonialist. Uh, I mm-hmm. wanted to shout out Mike Drucker where he tweeted, I know I've said this before, but everyone in the Trump administration looks like a villain from Carmen Sandiego about to steal a landmark. Yes. <laughs> and it was like Melania in front of like the pyramids. Oh, I that's so funny. Yeah. She, she truly looks like a villain where she's yeah. like, oh, what lovely pyramids Ooh. you have. It'd be a shame if anything happened to them. Ooh. And then Carmen Sandiego would have to like go find <sighs> where the pyramids went. That's how that show worked, right? I never saw. I, I have know. no I just idea. Was, where, where is she? Yeah, we were always <laughs> looking for her. And then they would show like landmarks and stuff, and you would have to figure out where in the world Carmen San Diego was. But I don't remember anything beyond that. Mm. I don't think I ever there actually watched it. There's certain shows from my youth that I like kind of remember, but not really. Yeah. And that's one of them. Also, any game show on Nick at, or uh, Nickelodeon. I like kind mm. of remember, but not really. I think I remember a good chunk of game shows because I wanted to be on Guts so bad. Which one was that? It was, you didn't have a team. You were, uh, like, because I wanted to be on Lend to the Hidden Temple, but I was like, I don't need to be with one of these boys. I got this myself. <laughs> <laughs> Little gay Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then Guts was three competitors, and then the 
there's different challenges. I think there's like two or three, but the final challenge is you have to climb the aggro crag. Oh, I know. It's just like this. a big ass mountain. This might have been after my time. Mm. I remember like Truth or Dare. Oh, that's that good one? too. Yep. What was the one where they slimed people? I you just uh, you can't see that on television. Wait. Oh, the one I'm thinking of was figured out with. Uh, there was a lot of all that cast members on it. Okay. Was there, there was one called You Can't Say That on Television. Mm, I never saw that one. But oh I my like God. Am I imagining that? Hold no, on. no, no, no. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think that's, You Can't Say That on that. Yeah. I just watched Jeopardy as a kid. <laughs> you can't do that on television. Yeah. That's when they slimed people. Oh, oh my God, when was this on? Oh, I don't want to even tell you okay. the years. <laughs> okay, so I definitely saw it like at the end. It ended production in 1990. Oh. It first aired locally in 1979 <laughs> before funny. airing internationally in 1981. But I was born in 83, so I definitely <laughs> saw it at the end of that. Uh, but yeah, you can't do that on television is when they, I think, first slimed people. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Remember how we just lost our minds when people get slimed as kids? Oh, my God. It's so messy! <laughs> and you're not supposed to create a mess! Ah! I was like, like screaming oh. on my couch. Yeah. Just like, ah! It's everywhere! Your mom would be so mad if you did that at home. I Like, why was that so amazing? I had a... When I was a kid, I had a birthday party that was Nickelodeon-esque. And I am vaguely sure we made slime but i am a hundred percent sure we pied each other oh my god you must have been the great. coolest kid i killed <laughs> I, just, I slaughtered man i killed that grade class all right well speaking of chloe being a really cool <laughs> kid here's your good news yes bring them out bring them out <laughs> You were saying bring them out? Is that what you were bring saying? Them, yeah, like bring them out. Uh, I thought you were saying bring a moat. And I was like, <laughs> why? Are we for in all danger? those castle times. Oh, a moat for the slime. Uh, I was like, are we in danger? Do we need to put a moat between us and the good news? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So a moat for the up. slime. So I have, full disclosure, one good news story. And then I'm oh, hoping okay. that you guys will have good stuff to talk about Hell that you're yeah. like looking forward to. Because, listen, it's been slim pickings. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you ever have good news that you think I should cover on the show, hashtag light trees and pod. Yeah. In my yeah. way. But this is very good news. So in Australia, uh, Australia uh, scientists, doctors, the whole lot have damn near got cervical cancer beat. Australia is on track to eliminate oh. cervical cancer, according to a new report. While in America, mm -hmm. we're still dragging our feet on the HPV vaccine. Oh, but I meant to tell mm -hmm. people this because I saw a friend of mine post this. Apparently, the HP vaccine, HPV vaccine can work on nine strains of HPV if you currently have HPV. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And it also works. Uh, there's one HPV vaccine that's for like 35 to 45 year olds. But you have to go to your doctor and kind of be an advocate mm -hmm. for yourself. Because I saw one woman comment where she's like, I had to ask my doctor like three times before they would give me that oh, wow. HPV vaccine. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. So I don't want to like, um, you know, oversell it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but talk I, to your doctor about that vaccine. Yeah. Folks. Talk to your doctor, yeah. obviously. So 
The New York Times covered the new study in the journal The Lancet Public Health. It found that fewer than four women in every 100,000 could be diagnosed with cervical cancer annually in Australia, effectively eliminating the disease as a public health problem. And by 2066, the researchers say less than one woman per year uh, could receive that diagnosis. Uh, and guess where it started? Free vaccines. Mm -hmm. Australia's national health care system first introduced the vaccination program in 2007 as a cost-free three-dose course for teenage girls. In 2013, the program was expanded to school-age boys who can carry and transmit the virus and develop other forms of cancer, and they have no fucking idea they have it, usually. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that was me, Allison, uh, editorializing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> According to the Cancer Council Australia, the vaccination has led to a 77% reduction in the types of HPV most responsible for cervical cancer. Australia now has one of the lowest cervical cancer uh, incidents and mora uh, mortality rates in the world. And it all started with free vaccines. That's awesome. You know, we could do that in the United States. Mm -hmm. We could do that. Yep. But uh, it involves the health of women, so we don't care. We won't. Most uh, developed countries in the world have some form of socialized medicine mm -hmm. and have for decades. Yep, yep, yep. Um, we could do it in the U.S. We really, really could. We could easily do it. Did you know we have enough money if we just uh, shuffled around some dollars for everyone to go to school for free and everyone to have um, free health care? And a home. And a home. But we, we could do need that. big oh. guns. Oh, yeah. We do need the big guns. But hear me out. We could also um, have a standard living wage. With gu big guns, too? We, well, we'd probably have to have a few less big guns. Oh, okay. But we could still have some big guns. Okay. We still do all that. Okay. What? <laughs> yep. That's the thing. We could still have a larger military than any other nation on earth. And, and pay for all that. Yeah. But make sure that nobody lived in poverty or needed anything. The the 0.5%, the top 0.5% would have to pay more in taxes to pay for all of that. What about my billions? Well, you have billions? We, you have billions? Where do, what about who is this person? I mean. What's her name? Jessica. Jessica? <laughs> Self-named. Oh, you. My birth name was Joyce. <laughs> Why did you change? It sounds more like more of a Joyce accent than a Jennifer mm. accent. I saw. Have you ever seen? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. It's all right. We're it's workshopping. Her. We're rock Personally, no. I thought her name was Guinevere. Oh, that's a good one. I can't think of old-timey names. Okay. Joyce is my grandmother's name, and Joyce? she's not old. <laughs> so she's not that old. <laughs> she would Joyce is also not that old of a name. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I was just like Buffy's mom. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is that what Honestly, you were I held on for a while. <laughs> I knew it. Um, so, guys, what about good news in your own lives? Have you seen something fun or charming mm. recently? Mm -hmm. I saw. Uh, to I saw Ocean's Eight. I don't know if I already mentioned that. You did. Oh, I haven't seen well, that. Oh, is okay. Well, whew good is it that like bad? it's so good yes oh, okay don't I watch like it good no okay. it's very very good watch it okay and then uh i was told or, or oh sorry i was just gonna say about ocean's eight that kind of sounded like what if i just crowbar a reference to venom into every episode <laughs> but it, like what i heard Forever. from people <laughs> about ocean's eight was how i felt about venom which was 
it's a fun time. It's just like a mm-hmm. good, fun movie. Yeah. But the people who were like, well, I thought it was going to be excellent. It's like, really? You thought the heist the movie? Hei- no. I don't know. Like, if I go see a heist movie, I just want it to be like fun. Yeah, and it's it was not going so to be fun. meaningful cinema. And I feel like most reviewers go into movies like that where it's yeah. like, did you think Venom was going to be meaningful cinema? No. Did you think Ocean's 8 was going to be meaningful cinema? Like, Rihanna's going to have her Oscar moment. No, like, I just want to see Rihanna and Kate Blanchett. It's in the same entertainment. Yes. Everyone riding, like eight women riding the subway after like heisting. That's all I needed. Yeah. And I got oh, it. But you know what might be the meaningful cinema equivalent of Ocean's 8? Oh. And I really want to see. And okay. But I don't even know if it came out. Oh. Uh, Widows? I don't know. Did you not I see the trailer? Heard of this. Watch the trailer for Widows. Widows. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm in. It looks dope. Okay. That's all I'll say. So okay. uh, you saw Ocean's 8. Mm-hmm. What else were you going to say before I went on um, my Venom tangent? <laughs> I saw, well, this is old-ish. I saw The Runaways. Oh, It was yeah. a Kristen Stewart and Dakota Fanning movie. I think I liked it. <laughs> I think it seemed like it would be fun to be alive for a day back then. they back then? Just doing cocaine in the 80s. Oh, or like 80s. 70s maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But also it destroyed them. So like maybe not. Right. That it is the good. downside of cocaine. <laughs> it's it a very, yeah. very short huh. party. <laughs> yep. And yeah. then a lot and of then pay pay back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, consequences. Good it's all consequences after yeah. that. Yeah. It was good. Oh, um, great line from The Good Place when Jason is like um, talking about how he fixes all of his problems with Molotov cocktails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I've never tried to fix. A- Wait, what is the line? Uh, I'm going to butcher it. But basically, he's like, whenever I have a problem and I, then I use a Molotov cocktail, then I immediately have a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck? <laughs> so this isn't good news per se, but I just thought of it because um, I passed, today is Sunday that we're recording this. And sorry to uh, break the fourth wall there, you guys. <laughs> um, I know that breaks their heart every time <laughs> they don't learn that I don't record an episode the day <laughs> that I post live. It. It's live recording. Yeah. Um, so I walked past uh, one of those hipster churches that meets in a school and they had that like graphic design banner out front and they were called Swerve Church. Nope. You're yeah. not, you're not cool. You <laughs> like, know, look. like a youth pastor too. Mm-hmm. He's like 22. Oh, probably yeah. a dream boat. He's a dream boat. He's a little cutie. Yeah. He's a little cutie. Uh, and they have all like the exact same doctrines as any other church, except they're bad at being a church and bad at being hip. Right. I'm like, be good at being a church. Right. Like if somebody mm-hmm. wants a church, they'll go to a church. Like, Get into like the socialist stuff that the early church in Acts was doing. Get into free healthcare like Jesus gave out, and you'll have the millennials and Gen Z like on your side immediately. Uh, Don't try to be bad at being hip. Like, ugh. Right. No, I agree. Uh, also, yeah, if you just adhere to like cool Jesus socialism, then the church can be a really cool, radical place anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like this started, maybe it didn't start, maybe that's unfair, but. You know how like the Kardashians are like deep, re- deeply religious. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and yeah. it started because this guy started like a cool LA church, Ugh. and oh, he really caters to celebrities. So they come in and basically he does like a private mass for them. But yeah, or he'll like come to their home and give a service. But he has a lot of like celebrity clientele. I'm spacing on his name, but like they got Kanye into it. 
And yeah, I, I yeah, that like, doesn't sound so much like a church as like this one dude. Yeah. Trying basically. to it, control a, celebrities. Yes, he's like, a, a he's a celebrity in him, or he's trying to be <sighs> in himself. Yeah. Um, by the way, that whole time Penny was barely tolerating you. Really? You were kind of like petting in a creepy way. No. Where you were like <laughs> doing this by her butt too. And she was, she just went, That's my love language. Just creep them out. Did you hear like the way she meowed? She was like, yeah, she's like <laughs> <laughs> Why is she touching my butt in a weird way? I thought the same thing, Penny. Okay, so <laughs> don't try to make your church cool. Yeah, just just be sincere and help people. Yes, that, I agree. That's all. Uh, what else? What else are we looking forward to? Man, just, uh, I'm, now that I've like actually planned it. Oh, actually two weekends in a row. So I'm going to Maine. This is oh, mm-hmm. the only thing I'm looking forward to. Uh-huh. Uh, there's Halloween. Yes. Halloween yes. weekend. Then Halloween. Then I go to Maine that week. Weekend. Then the week after I go to Vermont <gasps> with friends again. Oh my God. We have been talking. I have. I had love Vermont friends. so much. Where are you going? <clears throat> I don't know. My friend has a cabin up there. Who are you and going with? Do you know uh, like Julia, like NYU people? So do you know people, like the area? Southern? I know nothing about it. Uh, it's three hours, three to four hour drive from here. Okay. So it probably is like Southern Vermont, so like near where southern. my family lives Ooh. slash has a cabin. I don't know where. Vermont's beautiful area. Area. I think I've like driven through, but like never been, been. I can't wait. Oh my god, that's gonna be debauchery. Right, you idiots in a cabin together. Uh-huh. I say that with love. No, it's so it's get your maple syrup. So good. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're gonna be doing. Shots of maple syrup. <laughs> Adult maple syrup. Adult maple syrup. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, we like it. Like feels like we haven't all like been in the same place. Like slept in the same place. Like in college, we would like oh rage and then like fall asleep in someone's dorm room. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is gonna be insane. So it'll be like revisiting that. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> I'll bring my mattress next to Brad's room and then we'll, we'll go to sleep. Aw, you little cuties. So I was trying to think if there was anything I saw on the subway or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't told those stories in a while. Yeah, that's good. Just like, I don't know, man. Be aware of how much fucking space you take up. Yeah. Because I feel like, <laughs> do you ever have this feeling where it's like, but we've made fun of this so much on Twitter. Aren't you on Twitter? Looking yeah. at our very funny tweets <laughs> about how you're not supposed to manspread. And then I'm like, oh, of course you're not on Twitter looking at our very funny tweets mm-hmm. about how obnoxious you are. But I feel like there needs to be a public PSA just to men. Like, mm-hmm. not even that they have to do anything, but just be aware that you take up a lot of space oh, yeah, in a very privileged way. And, and like that if anyone like makes you recalculate slightly, you get very pissy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get it. Public transportation is very uncomfortable for everybody. It sucks. Like it should be designed better. Um, but you don't have to like, yeah, like just be aware if, if you need to like scoot your legs in a little bit so that, I can sit down. Yeah. Just scoot your legs in a little bit. It's scoot it's fine. Like, or we'll like put your bag nobody's on your lap. Oh my God. That's the, a big yeah. thing. Like women just do that reflexively uh-huh. and they'll put it between their legs and then use that as an excuse of why they yeah. need to spread. Or coming, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say coming from a short person, men, when you keep your big ass backpack on, it's hitting me in the head every day. <laughs> every oh, time. That drives me nuts. And they say that as an announcement now. If the train's mm-hmm. crowded, take off your fucking you have, backpack. Like, Yes, I was on, so I, a lot of times will go into Grand Central on weekday mornings, so, which is hell. Yeah. I was there the other day, like on the train, 
packed. This guy took up the spot of like three people with a backpack and his body. No. And he w- he refused to take it off. Why? Oh my Nobody God. knew. And no, just like, no. We were all asking. We were all asking. <laughs> What's this guy's deal? What's his problem? Yeah. Put it under your legs. <laughs> but, oh God, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, that yeah. that's a big pet peeve. Um, yeah, I just like reflexively now compare the physicality of women on the subway versus men. And it's, I don't know how it's not as obvious. Well, like no. to them, it's normal. Yeah. They're oh, just yeah. like, this is how people sit. But like for everyone else, we're like, how do you not fucking see how mm-hmm. ridiculous you are right now? I did an Instagram story. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I was, it was like comical. It was a, one of those subway oh, cars that. where there's not individual yes. seats. Mm-hmm. So men go to town. Yeah. And it's like this entire row and it's just man spread, man spread. And then you get to the end and it's a woman. She's like legs curled together. against the bars. It's <laughs> insane. And every man has like the room for three more men between them. That's yeah. funny. I never considered the difference between on the New York City subways there. The difference between the train cars are some have like seat parameters. Mm-hmm. So they're not uh, like obeyed. Suggested, but suggested yeah. parameters. Yeah. yeah. And then there's ones that are just benches mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. really <laughs> spread out. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Like not in an asshole way, but it was still interesting when I was first just moving around the city with Eric, the difference in how he like he'll stop on like a street corner, like look up directions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh Get my God. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to keep moving at all times or I will be attacked. <laughs> like, I have to look like I know where I'm going. And he's just like, oh, wait, maybe we should go this way. And I'm just like, no, we have to be going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fake it. Pretend you know where you're going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go in circles. I do do that. Like, I never make it obvious that I don't know where I oh, am. Oh, yeah. No, you have to pretend at all times yeah. that you're in control mm-hmm. of the situation. I thought you were talking about in terms of, like, if I get off the subway and I don't know where I'm, I'm going, like, I immediately get out of the yeah. way and, like, find a place to hide, basically. Yeah, me too. And, like, look up the directions because I'm so afraid of being that person Mm -hmm. who here's another thing if your dumb relatives are visiting you from out of town give them a rundown of like how to behave in public yeah Yeah. like when they just stop when they get to the top of the stairs and stop subway and at the top of the stairs or my pet peeve (laughs) also that and then when there's like a crosswalk and you have like go forward or go left whatever like when people are waiting for one light blocking the path of people who are trying to cross through the other light oh my god Mm -hmm. like you can't get pie oh jesus we're oh. just bitching about people in the good news <laughs> section it happened again guys it's but okay. it feels good it for feels us good to for do us and that's yes. your good news that we feel good yeah. about mm-hmm. venting it's mm-hmm. cathartic yep you should be now. happy we're feeling good well, are you not happy right now what's wrong with you <laughs> fuck you jared okay not happy right now is there we're, jared i hope fuck you eric <laughs> jared jared oh, i was hoping there's a rogue jared <laughs> you randomly said fuck you eric <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, he's listening. And he's Heard. not happy for us. Right? <laughs> uh, please follow <laughs> Chloe and Faith yes. on yes. Twitter at it's the chew mm. at Bohemian Faith. Uh, send us your thoughts. Why don't you hashtag light trees and pod? Is there some good news that we haven't covered on the show? Uh, tweet it to me. I'll talk about it on the show and I'll shout you out while I'm at it. Also, send those hot, hot takes. What's something that you don't oh, like? Oh, 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 we never got good news. It, did we? Did we? Ye- did I ask you guys? No, you didn't. But I oh, also whoa. have good news. Go ahead. Did you guys see the video of the deer beating up the hunter that no. was going around? It was going around Twitter. Um, it's just this 
deer going to town on this hunter Holy and it's shit. amazing yes. well that's amazing no uh do you have like a quick thing that you could say yeah. that you love my, my, oh that or I love? that you hate that, that i hate loves? yeah uh ryan gosling period wow oh yeah absolutely i agree with <laughs> you wow. i agree with chloe wow uh here's how i feel about ryan gosling i'm like he's good i don't understand people losing their mind mm-hmm. over him mm-hmm. no i um yeah no period. mine sorry allison is true crime True crime. Not not into it. Yeah, very. I mean, that is very much a personal preference, so I get that. But yeah, man, you must be in hell right now because it's so in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's always been in. I'm I'm not in hell because I just ignore it and Mm. uh, pay attention to things I do like. Right. How do you do that? What? How? How does that work? How do I not? Do I not have to rage watch things? Oh yeah. No, you do not. You can be happy, Chloe. It's okay. (laughs) Those are two uh, scorcher hot takes. I'll say it. Um, thank you for sharing. It's a safe space. I don't want to see anybody fighting over the hot takes. I do. Direct message me and we'll fight. <laughs> yeah, if you want to privately bitch to Chloe, that's allowed. Chloe got in her first bar fight over Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, please go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button to keep us going. Thank you so much for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. Bye. Bye.